Hi, this is David Yaz at the Boston Podcast Network, hoping you are staying safe and healthy during this period of precaution over the coronavirus. It's difficult to connect with your clients and contacts in a period such as this, but here we continue to produce podcasts that allow you to connect with the people that you want to reach. You've got a rapt audience like never before. People are home, they're listening, and they're waiting to hear from you. We can create a professional podcast with a quick turnaround and do the whole thing remotely so you don't have to leave your home. Get in touch with us at pod617.com. From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our f***ing city. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, lovers, muggers, thieves, welcome to the Boston Podcast, the podcast where we tell the stories of your city through the voices of your city. Voices which continue to be loud, enthusiastic, Boston voices, sometimes bitter, sometimes complaining about things like this pandemic thing, for example. If it's driving you absolutely up the wall, you've got plenty of company on that wall. But we've got a couple of great guests today as we were continuing to do this series and have professionals and business owners and entrepreneurs and other impressive people talk about what they do during the course of these unprecedented times. And um, I've got a couple of folks on the line today. Please welcome from the company known as InThink Agency. We have Com Intherath and his colleague, Laura Hogan. Congratulations. Congratulations. You've made it to the big time. You're on the Boston podcast. So best quarantine ever, right? How are you? We'll start with you, uh, Com. How are you? Uh, doing great. Thanks for having us. I, I love that intro. It's amazing. You're- yes. And... Um, we, I didn't want to make a, a quarantine version of the intro because that would be admitting defeat. So, you know, um, so we'll start, we'll, we'll do the little check-in. We'll do like, and I know I've seen a video of you come, you're putting out a lot of content on behalf of, of your company and you give advice on how to survive and how to uh, present yourself well in these, these virtual meetings, right? How, how is everything going? We're extremely busy, um, not just on the end of like trying to help as many businesses and where a lot of our partners with associations and business advisors have reached out to us and say, like, how can you guys teach people with digital transformation and like working remotely and perform and still be, you know, um, you know, productive. So we're producing a lot of that content. And on the flip side, we're also creating a six value added like campaigns like one of them that we're doing is like a one week freeze so we're as much as we can try to help as many businesses as possible we're actually providing um a free uh work with InSync for one week mm-hmm. we're helping other businesses create video content like, so we're going to edit one video for them so a lot of these business owners are trying to figure out how do we tell our brand story you know because their story is pivoting and we're, we're teaching businesses how to do keyword research, how to do content, how to be found online. So all the things that businesses need right now is that trans- transitioning. That's cool. That means we have something in common because I'm doing it from the podcast end. As I say, ad nauseum, we can produce your podcast, Boston Podcast Network, pod617.com. Plug, plug, plug. But anyway, it, and have you found that... Now, you mentioned some of what you do. Let me back up a second. But your, your company, I know you do SEO, digital marketing, social media marketing, lead generation. So it's basically all that stuff online that you need to boost your business, keep your message and brand out there. Do I have that right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's one facet of it. Uh, what we're doing a lot also is also the business development side, even the business strategy side. So like 
understanding does my leadership team align with our strategy so really understanding a lot of the operational things um, we have clients have we have a project that's coming up where we're building out the whole marketing automation process because they haven't been utilizing that uh, from the marketing end but then also empowering the sales team like the sales team like how do they sell virtually mm -hmm. what is so so systems and, and processes are also a core piece of what we do so Laura I'll pose this question to you how have things changed and what is the tenor of businesses out there in other words do you need to talk some of your clients and potential clients into the fact that they need you now to keep their message out there are some people saying oh let's hold off or or are most of them saying this is exactly the time you got to do it uh, at first definitely there was that scare factor so everyone just started freaking out and we definitely had to address each client's needs one by one um, some of them, like we have some clients that are actually essential businesses, but they're still affected. They're still just not as busy. They can't do as many things, you know, things are still closed down. So we had to pivot their strategy a bit, even though they were essential, they were still affected. And then you have some, uh, clients that had to completely close down and they wanted to just, you know, shut down and just say, Oh, you know, we don't have, um, the revenue to keep this going. And so, you have to have that conversation of, we understand that you don't have the revenue that you had to close, but we can help you get the revenue in other ways uh, or, you know, prepare yourself when you're back open completely. So, you know, there, there definitely were a lot of conversations we had to have with clients. And sometimes we had to move off of the, the strategy we were building and pivot to like a, a rebrand or a website redesign while they were closed or something like that. So to me, that's the trick because, you know, uh, the clients that we, we, again, we share something similar and we produce podcasts here. You produce other methods of, and of getting, keeping that message out there, reaching your audience in all the ways available to them. And um, I mean, some people just get it and some people, <laughs> some people get, you get, if, if you, you know, stop getting your message out there, you're dying. And then, um, and then others, uh, they do get scared. And so it's scary out there. But so, Com, tell me what, what of the content you're putting out there, what kind, what kind of kind of broad stroke advice do you have people for, for people, given that life has changed and given that business is, is just, you know, we're doing everything by Zoom and phone calls and whatever. So tell me about that. The first thing we ask is, do you guys have a business strategy right now? Like, what's your short-term strategy? Because everything's short-term. No one can really predict that far out. Um, and we're hearing no, or actually we, we think we do, but we don't know. So, okay, let's first figure out what's your business strategy. And we do help with that. Um, once you know the business strategy, now you can actually have a marketing strategy that aligns with the business strategy. But to what the big component of that business strategy and the marketing strategy working together is understanding two different uh, journeys. You have the buyer's journey, the new buyer's journey, right? How are people buying right now in COVID? Mm -hmm. um, and then the customer journey. If you have current customers right now, how, how are you still relevant to their needs so that you can keep them and retain them? So understanding like what their wants and challenges and pain points we, on those two different journeys, we're able to help them pivot and get clarity on like what is important for their business right now. So then, then that communication or that content, um, um, it's, it's paramount uh, is, is understanding that, that strategy part. And, um, and then if you're working, working remotely, of course, we'll help them train. Okay. Okay. You're going remotely. What systems, what technology stack are you guys using? Here's how you can do it. Here's how you do customer service. Here's how you do your marketing. Here's how you do your sales. Um, so we're really holistically going in and looking at everything that they're doing internally and externally. 
Laura, Laura, do you think things will change permanently going forward? Are there going to be more companies that you work with and, and also the way these companies reach their audiences? That is, life, is life just going to be more virtual going forward? I 100% uh, think that. Like you were saying before we started the podcast, you're excited that there's no traffic right now and you're dreading the fact that there's going to be traffic. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that businesses are realizing that they can function very well remotely and their employees function very well remotely if they have the setup that they need to do it mm-hmm. um, with, you know, the right project management systems, uh, communication, et cetera, like Tom was just talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I saw an interesting note that some of the, the people in entertainment and news coverage and commentators and such, they've kind of been all over the place in terms of quality of what they do. And in other words, some news reporters have the high tech cameras that have apparently been transported to their living rooms and they look great and they're sort of communicating with the audience the way they used to, the, then others aren't. And I heard this rumor that sort of there, was, there might be an intentional uh, effort to make them sound and look not so great because they want, they want to be valuable. These news outlets want to be valuable as the uh, behemoths that they are, potentially inefficient. And so, in other words, what, what, I mean, what you're saying, Laura, is we're discovering ways we can do things cheaper and easier. And um, I think it is going to change things. I hope it doesn't, like, um, you know, strike a huge blow in terms of uh, direct social interaction because it's kind of what life is supposed to be about. We're supposed to spend time with people. But I wonder if there will be, you, you people are good, uh, Lauren and Com, you're good to ask this question. What, what innovations will follow this in the years to come? In other words, we've got Zoom. We're talking on a Zoom call right now. It's fine. I can see you. I can see Com showing off because he's got these golf balls in the back that he's a, a, a scratch golfer, I'm, I'm assuming. That's the assumption I would make. Um, but, but still, we're, we're, all of us are looking into computers. The screens are small. The resolution is fine, but my like a pe- question I pose is why don't why don't we have these high def, these wonderful TVs that most of us have these sixty inch TVs and we're not using those? Um, isn't the idea to simulate being together as best we can? I don't know. Have has have you thought about? I, I think maybe smart TVs will will start to come out with the cameras on them, with the Zoom apps right on the TV. I know, Com. Uh, you giving this any thought? My TV. So my t- I have a, a sixty inch, and I, it's about three years old, and it came with a pop up camera on it top. It did. I okay. never. Yeah. So I was like, oh, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Right? I haven't used it, uh, but it does it. So and then of course the attachments for the cameras are really inexpensive. Twenty twenty to sixty dollars, you can get really good. You know, a, a, a good wide angle. Yep. And we've been doing that too, because like we we will do on site meetings. But then some of my team members are remote because I'm not going to have them travel. For us, we've always been remote. I have team members nationally and locally. Um, so I would bring like a camera lens that's wide lens so like you mm-hmm. can show the conference room. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I think that's still like you got to still have people that got to travel if they need be because you can't re- replace the, the the nuances of being live in person, right? That con- human connection still. Right. Um, but we feel very strong uh, connection with our clients now. Uh, more so now than before because and they're used to us like they know like our way of communication zoom meetings because no one wants to drop like at, at the very least you're traveling 30 minutes one way right so that's one hour round trip right it's so, like who, who wants to travel to our office for an hour meeting you know yeah. or, or their office now we're more productive because you can just do a lot of these zoom meetings or you know hang, hangouts um but i think what we're seeing is 
businesses and, and, and Google and all these other uh, platforms coming out, even like Facebook, come, they're coming out. I think they just launched a, a meeting uh, application, mm -hmm. through, I believe through WhatsApp or something like that. So we are going to see transformation. The, the only thing to make it more humanizing is trying to create um, like games or mm -hmm. try to do more interactiveness inside that meeting live. So it feels like you're sitting there, you're sharing like documents or. Yeah. You know. And, and I mean, you said games and I say that, yeah, making things more interactive. It's a good way of keeping people engaged. Cause I think you need that. Cause I don't know if like, I have you guys done social meetings on, on zoom, like a happy hour with your friends or whatever. Laura, have you done any of those? Yeah, definitely. I, I was going to say, even like socially, um, I think there's going to be a lot more tools. I've hung out with my friends more since this happened, you know, my <laughs> friends that are farther away than, than I did, you know, I call them more now. So tell me, and when you get on, do you get on with, um, is it usually a small number of people or as many as 10 or more? Or I've done across the board. So we've done a lot of mm -hmm. virtual games, um, you know, like code names and cards and humanity, that type of thing. And then we've had bigger things, people's birthdays, baby showers, you know, the bigger ones on Zoom as well. Wow. So with when you played cards against humanity, was that just literally people having actual cards in their respective homes or is there an online version of that? No, there's an online version, oh. there's an online version of pretty much any game you probably want to play. <laughs> so yeah, I'm warming up to this idea and I've done, I do for, for my family and I mean my, my, cousins and my parents and like we have this big weird extended family and so we do like a virtual like happy hour sunday evenings but we always have a point and i think that that's the thing like i i mean i've done a few of these get togethers where you get together college buddies or whatever and for the first time you do it it's a blast because you're like oh look there's so and so and there's so and so and there's so and so but if you do it like a week later and you still don't have like a topic or agenda or a game it it, it just simply cannot simulate a real get together. Have you noticed people do this thing where there'll be like 10 people in the chat, in the room, in the zoom, you know, room, and, and you'll look at the person in the upper right hand corner and you go, Hey, Ben, how you, do I haven't talked to you in a while. How are your kids doing? And almost as if you think the other people aren't listening, you know, having a one-on-one -on -one conversation. So it, it can't simulate that, but I, I, I do like this idea of more games and more, you know, I've done, you know, I've done music trivia. I've done like, you know, these multiple choice games using the, that Kahoot app, which is supposed to be for learning. I don't know. And, and that, so I guess, Tom, where you're going is, will it up the game of people? Because people, a lot of, I, I know people that were doing two Zoom meetings per day before the quarantine, you know, Lord knows how many, how many they're doing now. But yeah, will it change the interactivity? Do you, I take it that's part of what you do, Com, is, is think of ways to keep people engaged during virtual interactions, right? Yeah, I mean, when you do a meeting, you know, it's, you, you have to, just like if you're in a, a boardroom, like you gotta, you gotta, it's not one way, it's, it's, it's multiple ways. You gotta, if you're doing a seminar, webinar, you gotta interact with your audience. So I think the, the, the basic principles still apply to Zoom or any virtual meeting. Um, you can up the ante and give it a different experience. Like one, like we are doing webinars and some of the webinars I did, uh, cause when I do seminars in, in live, I put music on, mm -hmm. and, you know, people come in cause usually people gather in the room, you know, waiting right for the presenter to start. Yep. I actually put music on. So when I did the webinar, I actually had music on. Good. So like people nice came talk. in and it's like, you're building that, you know, I just, I went to like YouTube music and you can put Spotify and you play it on, you know, my Chrome, uh, browser 
and then you put it lower. People come in, they can still hear each other, beat each other. But just you got to think of out of the box ways to create a better experience um, and still humanize it, but also make it entertaining. That's um, I do that as well. Being a podcast guy, you got to have your soundboard at the ready. So, you know, you want people to know it's an important meeting. Why not put on the theme from Game of Thrones, you know, and get them in the mood that way? And, um, you know, if it's a silly meeting, it might be the Benny Hill theme. That's when, um, when things just go awry or get comical. Or, of course, when there's an awkward moment, there's always, you know. All right, enough playing with the buttons. But I could hook you up. actually have to. I, lo- I, lo- I love what he's doing here, Laura. I think we might have some of this ready. Uh, for us, for our webinars, and we, we ask a question, you get, you, everyone does get nervous. Right? It's like crickets. No one answers. Like, but people definitely are, they're at, they're on that webinar or, or listen to a podcast because they have a pain or they have a question. But when you ask them, no one engages. So I think having some of that music can kind of lighten the, lighten the, um, you can actually give them the crickets a little bit. If you give them the cricket sound effect, that's yep. kind of insulting, but, um, yeah, um, well, I mean, I love that. And I think you're right. I, and I think I hope we see more of that and more because anything that, that results in more creativity is good. And speaking of which, let's talk about your podcast. You call it the Vulnerable Entrepreneur. Do I have that right? Yeah, that's for it's, it's more of an entrepreneurship podcast. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's called the Vulnerable Entrepreneurs. You know, one of my co-hosts and I became friends and he's a He's a, he's a serial entrepreneur, created a few different businesses. Uh, he owns his own hedge fund company. And you know, we're, we're, we work together too. We do some projects with him. So we were just chatting. And you know, I use him as a mentor all the time, bouncing ideas about if it's finance, you know, how do you manage team members? How do you grow and scale? A lot of these like, questions that you ask other entrepreneurs, and it's like you listen to these other entrepreneur podcasts, they, they touch upon that, but they all talk about the the rainbows I feel versus like the no one's really get uncovering the dirty things, the things that people are afraid to talk about. And that's what we want to create a platform that when I started, I had a, I had a baby and my wife was like, not a good time to start, start a new business com. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I had another baby, then I had another baby. And like, I was looking for other potential uh, mentors or, or, or someone I can follow and I didn't really find anyone out there. So I'm like, if I can provide, provide podcasts that, Maybe if someone can relate and I mm-hmm. can share my story, then great. So if you know the answer to this question, how many kids do you have now? My friends always bust, uh, bust me up about that too. <laughs> what, you, five, how many? <laughs> no, no, you were, you were, you were, when you said babies, I, I think you were talking about actual babies and not companies yeah. or were you talking about companies? No, you're no, talking about no, children. Kids. Well, how I many kids? My kids. I, I, I have three kids. Okay. You have three. All right. It, it, the way you told the story made it sound like there might be whole, three is good. Three is good. It, are you, and by the way, is everybody staying sane? We're doing our best. I mean, yeah. you're, if, if you, if you have, if you know one that has parents with little kids, I mean, they're seven, five and four. I mean, you're, you're basically a teacher, a mm-hmm. daycare person, you know, you're an entrepreneur, you're a dad, like it's, it's a lot uh, to handle. It's not ideal, right? Yeah. I'm reminded of when I used to coach my younger son in sports and I was always very positive and I never criticized him in front of everyone, but he hated it. He just, he just hated that I was coach and dad. Sometimes it's good not to have to be all things. And that's what people are being forced to do these days, I'm afraid, but um, hopefully not for that much longer. Tell people uh, come where people can uh, best to go to the website to learn about your company. Yes, our website in think so I N the word think T H I N K in think agency dot com. 
uh, we started adding resources. So you go to our resource page, so forest slash resource guides, you got to see all the things that we're putting out now are, are resources that are e executable that you can do right now for your business to help you know, pivot, change, grow, if it's content, if it's social media, video. So you know, there's a lot of um, content that's going to help you right away. Our webinars are all recorded. Those all live there as well. Um, so the fantastic. Yeah. So, and that's free folks. That's free before you decide that you want to hire Com and Laura and the whole gang over there. So, um, excellent. So yeah, check out the website people for Christ's sake. Um, do you guys have maybe five minutes remaining to spend with me? We're up against the clock a little bit, but you got a little time. Yeah, we okay. can go a little over if you have any questions. It's okay. Fine. Oh, do you have, oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I know you're between podcast appointments here, right? Because you're, you're on the circuit. I'm just making fun. But um, <laughs> but I just want to remind, we're going to play a quick session of good stuff. My guests are completely unprepared for this, but it's easy. You just need to suggest something to our listening audience that has brightened your spirits or helped you a little bit through the quarantine, whether it's something you saw on TV or just your favorite coping device or really anything at all. And I'll give you about 23 seconds to uh, think about it while I tell people about what we do here at the Boston Podcast. How would you like your own podcast? If you do, we here at Pod 617 will ship you out a free USB microphone so you can get started. We've been doing podcasting remote, remotely for at least a couple of years now. And so why not get started now? It is an ideal time. You've got a captive audience like never before. Unfortunately, they're very captive. They continue to be captive. And we will get you started at pod617.com. All the info is, is there. Be the next big podcast star, Boston Podcast Network at pod617.com. In pod, we trust. All right, let's play a quick round of good stuff. Oh, that's the good stuff. Again, with the disclaimer that my guests from InThink Agency were completely unprepared for this. I don't care. I'm in charge here. It's my podcast. It's my little slice of the world that I still maintain some control over as we all continue to lose our minds. Sorry, Laura, how about you go first? What? Give us an example of something you've seen, tried, or even eaten or drank or whatever that has kept you going through this pandemic. Um, so I got a like adult paint by numbers. Oh my God, uh, that sounds great. Like, yeah, it's like a big canvas and I got one of the harder ones. So it's taken me like weeks to finish it. It's actually kind of getting on my nerves at this point, but um, it's good to just you know do that, not look at the TV for a while, get off of Netflix and Hulu and all that and just focus on something and kind of zone out. And is there a theme to the book you got or is it everything like, you know, portraits and landscapes and... No, it's like a, it's a big canvas. It's just one painting. Yep. Oh, I see. So what is it though? What are you, do you, or do you know, even know what it is? You don't know until you're finished, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, they give you the picture. It's like a, it's a, a canoe and a lake with like a forest behind it. Okay. It sounds lovely. I, I actually would, in, in, a, in, artists would would uh maybe poo poo that i actually love that idea because i could try to paint something on my own and it's gonna suck this way you know at least it's gonna look exactly. good at the end you've accomplished something so that's a good one how about you com i've been creative making different drinks um uh, oh i like uh, it martini guy cucumber martini is my my go-to um uh, doing a lot of variations of the old-fashioned oh my god you and i need to be best friends immediately so this is my old-fashioned uh well the old fashioned, I'm a little too lazy for the old fashioned. Do you actually muddle the cherries and the orange? If I feel up to it, I will right. do that. But then uh, I find like I, I'll, I'll cheat my way with, I'll put some like agave syrup in there. Right. Kind of change it up. And do you use bourbon, rye, whiskey? 
I have both. Okay. Have, What's your so go-to I, brand? I, uh, I, I, uh, Knob Creek. Oh, I, I like Knob Creek. I mix it up. Knob Creek, Maker's Mark. Um, the, when I want to treat myself, um, uh, Baker's or, uh, what's the one I love so much? I can't even think of it. It's really high end. Uh, I can't afford it. I'll stick with Maker's Mark. Um, anyway, so, um, yeah, that's good. It's kind of cool to get creative and try a new cocktail. I actually did a podcast yesterday where I talked to a couple of bartenders. It's cool when you get to pick the guests and you know, pick a bartender and then, well, I have to make the drink that they recommended. And the problem is I had three different drinks during the course of the podcast with different kind of liquors. And um, I don't recommend that per se. Anyway, I'm glad you're getting on. Um, we are up against the clock a little bit here. So we will bid adieu to our friends. But did you guys have fun? Oh, this is great. That wasn't that enthusiastic, Laura. Did you have fun? <laughs> yeah. There we go. Even remotely, I can feel the love. So uh, thank you to my friends. Again, it's in Think Agency. Come the URL one more time, please. Why not? Yep. InThink, I-N-T-H-I-N-K, agency.com. Awesome. Check it out. You heard about all the free resources there. And check out the podcast, Vulnerable Entrepreneur. Sounds good. I'm going to check it out myself. I will subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You should too. And subscribe to this podcast, the Boston Podcast on Apple Podcasts, if you dig it. Once again, go to pod617.com. If you want your own podcast, we'll set you up and get you started right away. Remotely, if you want to be a guest on this show, there's no charge. There's no strings attached, and it's fun. That's just email me, david at pod617.com. On behalf of Lara and Com, my name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston, but if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Enjoy the day. Go have an old-fashioned, everybody. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> <laughs>